welcome to this episode of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Nithya Kuparetti, and today I have with me Rania and Ria Sharma. Alicia Gupta, my friend and fellow Humanity Rising Ambassador, launched the What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they are doing in their communities. We encourage youth who are making a change to improve the world to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Ria Sharma is currently a freshman at Northwestern University as a part of the Honors Program in Medical Education. She's proud to have co-founded Skulls and Drills with her sister two years ago and is excited to continue expanding their efforts. Rania Sharma is currently a junior at Barrington High School in Illinois. She feels fortunate for the platform that Skulls and Drills has provided to give back to the community and is excited about all of their future endeavors. We are recording this presentation and will post the video on YouTube by Saturday and the audio on Spotify by Friday. I'm so excited to have both Rania and Ria here with us today. I love this cause and everyone out there listening is so excited to learn more about it. So let's get started. My first question to you guys is what is the mission of Skulls and Drills? Yeah, so um, Skulls and Drills is our 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, our main goal is to make brain surgeries possible for those who need them, but can't financially afford them. So we partner with hospitals internationally um, in order to ease the financial burden of brain surgeries. We understand that it's really fatal when someone receives no treatment or inadequate treatment. So we're working to alleviate this huge issue monetarily. The more people suffer from traumatic brain injuries than you would think. Nearly 1.5 to 2 million people experience a TBI each year in India and around 1 million of them die from it. In America, debts due to head injuries account for 34% of all debts related to trauma. And if left untreated, TBI often leads to death. However, treatment is not accessible for everybody. A 2014 study found that the median hospitalization cost per TBI patient, including emergency services, was $162,523. Understanding all of this, we wanted to jump in and see what we could do to help with this huge issue. A lot of the statistics that you guys mentioned, I definitely did not know that it was this big of an issue. And I think it's a very fatal issue as well. So it's really important and awesome that you guys are raising awareness for this. So how did you start Skulls and Drills? Um, sure, so it starts from a personal story. Um, in the winter of 2018, our mother underwent two brain surgeries um, as she suffered from a subdural hematoma. So a subdural hematoma is essentially where there's excess blood uh, that pools around the brain in between the space of the skull and the brain. And in turn, it causes a lot of pressure on the brain um, and a lot of pain. Yeah, and it's really terrifying and overwhelming to see someone that you love in so much pain. But in a sense, our minds were put to rest knowing that she was in good hands. However, we understood that many are unable to afford this same luxury due to the incredibly high costs of medical care for TBI. And we were overcome by gratitude and really just wanted to give back to the community. Yeah. So like Rania mentioned, like that feeling of gratitude, it was really haunting this feeling of privilege um, because essentially we felt that we were given these resources to ensure our mother was in good hands, but there's so many people around the world who lack those same resources and who lack um, the same privilege. So I think we wanted from there to extend those resources that we do have right now to the people who can't afford them. 
I think it's awesome that you guys were able to take your personal experience and kind of recognize it for what it was and even like expand on it to something that can really help others. And I think that's really awesome. So what have you accomplished so far? Sure, so Skulls and Drills is currently working with Fortis Hospital in New Delhi, India to provide aid for their patients. So we're really excited about this. And we are developing a criteria with their neurosurgeons that patients must fulfill prior to receiving financial aid from Skulls and Drills. And the hospital has actually agreed to match our monetary amount of aid. So that's really exciting. And that's our primary effort, which we are investing energy into. Um, recently, due to the pandemic, we've joined that endeavor to combat COVID-19 in local communities. Um, and so we sewed over 200 masks and we distributed them to members of our community, specifically focusing on those members who are of high-risk groups. Um, and actually on April 29th, 2020, we donated 33 adult masks and 32 pediatric masks to Northwest Community Hospital, which is located in Arlington Heights in Illinois. So that's super exciting, just being able to shift our efforts over. Yeah, and during October 2020, we partnered with Fresh Start for our Youth Foundation, which is located in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. And Fresh Start's goal is to aid disadvantaged children in reconstructing physical deformities. So their primary focus is on children who lack health insurance and are unable to afford that medical care, kind of similar to Skulls and Drills' mission. So we actually coordinated a volunteer effort based at Barrington High School to sew masks for Fresh Start. And our effort comprised of six students who sewed a total of 207 masks. And these masks are currently utilized by Fresh Start in the surgeries that they administer. Yeah, I think it's awesome that you guys were able to partner with these organizations and provide aid and also direct your organization to also the current pandemic and help out there as well. So what are you currently working on? Yeah, so right now we just concluded our winter campaign um, and that was about, um, that was at Barrington High School. So we coordinated for Barrington High School volunteers to create handmade cards um, for a local memory care facility. It's called the Revere Court and that's in South Barrington. Um, the cards were delivered and I think it just brought a lot of holiday cheer during these challenging times. Um, our volunteers were able to make over 100 cards, which is super exciting. And another thing that we're doing right now is we're working with Lurie Children's Hospital for potential prospects of a partnership with their neurosurgery department. Um, and that could help us for a further search for eligible patients. Yeah, I think that's really awesome that you guys are able to continue like expanding and working with more people. And I think it's awesome that you're able to provide all these resources and aid to these people. So what were the greatest challenges that you faced? Yeah, for sure. So I found that there are some personal challenges that you face when you share your story with the rest of the world, especially a story as personal as ours. So way back before we even thought of skulls and drills, we were still struggling with my mom's recovery process. And even when there finally was that light at the end of the tunnel and she had a successful recovery, a large part of me just wanted to close that book and kind of move on and return to my sense of normal. So I hadn't even shared my story with many people about what my family was going through because I didn't want people to see me differently or to feel bad for me in a sense. So sharing the story of Skulls and Drills felt really daunting at first. It's kind of just brought down a lot of walls. That's what it was requiring us to do. And you're suddenly really vulnerable. So that was a personal challenge that I personally had to overcome. I agree with Rania about that. It's, it's a personal story. So I guess making it public is a little bit scary at first, but 
knowing that it's like for a greater good and for a greater cause, I think that that helped us kind of overcome that. Um, and I, I think on the other side, there was also just like some logistical challenges that we went through when first starting the nonprofit. Um, I guess like for one outreach, you know, organizing fundraising, making sure that we're contacting the right people for fundraising. That was something that was kind of new to us. We had to do a lot of research for that. So I think that was one of our first barriers. And then I think just logistically, finding like the right hospitals to partner with, um, even developing a criteria for eligible patients, it, it's a complex process. And again, it's not something that we knew everything about. So I think just, you know, getting over that initial research barrier was a little bit of a challenge, but um, it was definitely worth it. I think it's really awesome that you guys were actually able to be vulnerable with the public. Like you said, it can be really, really daunting. And I know like recovery from surgery is also a really big process. And it's really awesome that you guys were able to take this really difficult part of your lives and make it into something so amazing and help other people. And on the other hand, again, research and all the logistics can take a lot of time and it's awesome that you guys were able to get that all sorted out so you could continue to expand your organization. How do you plan on continuing to expand Skulls and Drills? So to expand Skulls and Drills, we hope to collaborate with more hospitals both nationally and internationally and we also hope to partner with other organizations similar to ours. Yeah, um, we're also trying to expand our volunteer program so hopefully recruiting more volunteers. Um, and post-COVID, we hope to go back to fundraising, so we'd love to hold more fundraising events in the future. Everyone in the audience, make sure if you're interested in volunteering to reach out to Rania or Ria, and also look out for their fundraising events. Um, what are your long-term goals? So, like I said before, I think we're hoping to we're hoping to partner with more hospitals and help more patients and overall just expanding like those points that Ronnie made in the last question. Um, for me, I think overall a long term goal is, you know, just make a difference and an impact. I'd love to be able to know that I affected a life, even if it's just one life. I think being able to see that definitive impact is a long term goal. Yeah, and we also hope to educate the community about TBI and remove the stigma attached to brain surgery through more conversations like this one. Yeah, definitely. And I think what you were saying about impact, I think that's a very shared goal among most nonprofits. I know Humanity Rising is also um, working to make that impact and kind of just see an improvement in the community however you can, you know? And what can the community do to support your mission? So we would love to have for people to join our mission. That's really exciting for us. And you can donate to Skulls and Drills through our website under the Give tab. Our website is www.skullsanddrills.org. And the money goes towards making more brain surgeries possible. So directly to our mission. Yeah, um, additionally, just spreading the word, whether it be about our nonprofit or just about the inherency of TBIs that, you know, talking about the causes and the symptoms, I guess just being educated, that would be lovely if the community could participate in that process. Um, and like we mentioned before, if community members want to join our volunteer efforts, that would be lovely as well. Um, if you are interested, contact Rania at skullsanddrills.org for more information. So what inspired you to pick India as a place to reach out to? So both of us are Indian. Our 
um, like our grandparents and other relatives live in India. So that was kind of the first place that came to our mind due to that kind of personal connection with India. And we understand how prevalent TBI is there. And with like statistics about regions all over the world, India does rank high as to how many TB um, patients of TBI there are and how many re don't receive adequate care. So that's why we kind of gravitated towards India. Yeah, definitely. And like the statistics you mentioned earlier, I think it does also kind of show that there's a need for it in India. So I think it's awesome that you were able to work there. Do you guys have like any personal um, effects of, you know, this um, organization? Like, can you guys talk more about how it really like affected you guys or how are you ever going in your future? I mean, I know like I mentioned earlier, Ria is studying medicine. So if that has anything to do with the organization or anything like that. Um, yeah, I think one thing, uh, I guess you use a weird word effect. So I guess I get like two answers. One, I think having the nonprofit, it kind of um, opens our eyes to the world around us and like the growing inequity. So I think I just started becoming more cognizant about, um, you know, healthcare inequity and medical inequity. And as a consequence, you know, pursuing a career in medicine, I think that one, it drives me more to pursue that career because I want to help people more. I want to, um, I guess, tear down that inequity in a sense. And two, it just makes me more interested in the growing sphere of public health and global health. Um, and yeah, so I think those are the kinds of things that we're learning from having a nonprofit um, and then how that ties in personally while I'm also pursuing a career in medicine. Yeah, for sure. And I think Rhea nailed it, um, specifically with her connection to medicine. I'm personally not pursuing something in medicine, but rather for skulls and drills, it's kind of just, I really do have a passion for service. And really when you can see that you've affected other people's lives, like even with our collaboration with Fresh Start for our Youth Foundation, when we were able to see them using the masks in their surgeries, that was really heartwarming to see that we really did make an impact on other people, so yeah. Yeah, I personally am also interested in medicine. So I think your organization really does interest me in the work that it's doing. And we actually have a question here for Rania asking, what do you want to study in college? I'm actually leaning more towards computer science. So that's completely different from skulls and drills is like, well, kind of the sphere that it's in. But really, um, I do have a passion for service and I enjoy all everything that we do do with skulls and drills. So you guys really have an amazing cause that's really inspirational and you're helping out people who can't afford to help themselves. And thank you so much for sharing the work you do for the communities around you. If you have any general questions about the What Cause Inspires You podcast series or are interested in applying as a student or expert speaker or want to volunteer, email aliciagupta2020 at gmail.com or info at humanityrising.org. Be sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts and events at humanity.rising and at what cause inspires you. Thank you so much everyone for coming out to attend and thank you so much to Ria and Rania for speaking and we hope to see you again next week at the podcast. Thank you. It was our pleasure. Thank you so much for having us and thank you to all of the attendees for listening and joining us in this conversation. Thank you so much for hosting, Nitya, and thank you to everyone who attended. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week.